This is a podcast from Rover. Six minutes. That's how long they reckon my heart stopped for. The car that hit me just drove off. But if the cops can't find them, then how the hell are you going to find them? Are you the one who seeks psionic power? I want to meet the prick that did this to me. Physical pain is nothing. If you master even the basic precepts of psionic power without going insane, you will face dilemmas that will shake the very foundations of your consciousness. And then you will understand cosmic pain. I don't believe in that woo-woo bullshit, okay? Come with me. I can prove it to you. Yeah, this is a cult. You've joined a cult, bro. The Paragon allows an adept to access anything, anywhere in space-time. I served you a posse. There is no easy way. There is a faster way, but it's not recommended. Do it then. Uh, this is exciting. A good friend of uh, ours from the show, uh, Lissy, ages ago said that she was going to make a film. And uh, it's one of those things, you never know. Like a, a film just turns up on screen and you just assume that, you know, it was just whacked together and everything just happens hunky-dory. But this was done uh, in very particular circumstances and we're very lucky to be uh, joined by the lead of that film Ben how are mate thanks for coming in thank you very much yeah thanks for having me the film we're talking about is Paragon now uh, in cinemas now soon Uh, it's part of the New Zealand International Film Festival so we have our world premiere on Sunday at the Hollywood in Avondale yeah Um, this was uh, an ensemble cast, a uh, mm-hmm. great bunch of humans. How did you get roped into it? What was the pitch? Because I know that it was run on the smell of an oily rag in a real condensed time. Yeah, uh, uh, the pitch was, you had a baby six months ago and I'll get you out of the house. And I said, <laughs> yes, yeah, I'd like to leave the house. So, you got me. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Matt, and and uh, uh, Florence, who's also in the film, uh, I've known her for probably the best part of almost 20 years. Great to see her on screen as well and, and such a big role. Yeah, she's great. She, um, I think my wife actually, Jess, was the first one to sort of say, hey, Florence would be great in that role because she's got such a very particular, um, she's very dry. Yeah. And, and this cadence and that character basically just pulls my character apart constantly. <laughs> and it's really great because she just sort of like, with this lifting an eyebrow, she can kind of completely demoralize you. She's, just, she's a, a tiny little human who just levels a room when she walks in there. Everyone, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. So for those people that want to know what the film is about, what is Paragon about? Uh, the Paragon is a, basically about a guy called Dutch who I play, who is an ex-professional tennis player, never got that far. He's been doing um, online tennis coaching as is like <laughs> making videos on YouTube. He's making a bit of cash. He's got a, um, a program called Knife Fight Tennis where it's all um, sort of, I don't know, messing with people's heads. <laughs> so he'll say things like, oh, yeah, 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 that's better than uh, your wife said you were going to be. This is fantastic. You know, yeah. so every, you know, he doesn't really focus too much on the, the ins and outs of the game. Uh, and essentially what happens is he's hit by a, hidden, by a car. It's a hit and run, and it destroys his hip and his leg, and he can't play anymore. Uh, and then his wife leaves him, and uh, he decides that his life's been ruined by this hit and run, so he wants to find the car. So he's going searching for the car in New Lynn, but luckily it's a um, – Toyota Corolla. <laughs> so, you <laughs> can't find it. Oh my God. Um, Needle in a haystack. Yeah, needle in a haystack. And so, uh, he eventually decides he's going to become psychic. 
so that he can find the car. This is after he sees a sign on a lamppost, right? Yeah, that's Heels right. off yeah. one of the numbers, <clears throat> being like, all right, this is my last choice, last 100%. avenue. But when he pulls it off, there's no number. And then the phone, <laughs> the, the phone next to him rings. So, <laughs> and so Florence plays the psychic, uh, Lyra, who, who is going to train him to become psychic so that um, he can find the car. But what we don't know is that Lyra has a ulterior motive and she's got this um, this thing, the Paragon, which is an interdimensional uh, crystal that will make her super powerful if he can find it for her. It's a, uh, a random setup. And what was the shoot length? What was the duration? Because it was I, done... I, I think a good place to start. Let's uh, A film we all know, Boy. How yeah. many months do you reckon they would have shot that? Well, I mean, Boy's still a pretty small film ultimately, so... Eight weeks, maybe. Oh wow! Really? Eight, okay, eight, let's eight go to, something else. Okay, let's go Avatar. <laughs> okay, Avatar. Avatar. You're going to shoot that for two years. Okay, maybe longer. Okay, so and, two, three years. And yeah. how long did you guys have to shoot this film? We had ten days, um, <laughs> but then Florence got, uh, <laughs> but then Florence got COVID, uh, so we shot it. Good yeah, one, Florence. Thir- Thirteen total. But, um, oh, yeah, you really, you really use the COVID excuse to your advantage. You three extra days. Yeah, three days. Yeah. A little gap in the middle. But honestly, guys, as you did it, it was so funny because you'd have a full – I mean, there was a crew. There wasn't many people, but there was a crew. But on our last day, it was like when the space shuttle starts to sort of get into orbit and you just jettison little bits. (laughs) And so by the end, it was just me and the director and like a handy cam (laughs) wandering around. It didn't feel like a real movie because normally you finish a film and everyone goes, okay, you got 30, 40 people there and you go, and that's a wrap, everyone, everyone claps. And our rap was literally, he said to me, oh, go into that liquor store. He put a mic on me. He said, go <laughs> yeah. in that liquor store. I've got a crutch and I'm dressed like an idiot. Go in there and um, just start talking to the guy who owns it. I'm going to stay across the road and record sound and we'll just be able to hear you <laughs> talking to him about the car that's at you. So it's like, a, <laughs> you an, it's like an insane. Some guy down. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to walk into this liquor store and oh buy two God. beers because that was going to be our rap party. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and when you start saying to someone, uh, hey, man. He's like, hey, any, uh, any of your regulars got a Toyota Corolla? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I don't know. Because he's a normal human being. I was like, yeah, yeah just the one's hit me, man. I'm trying to find it. <laughs> you know? And so, so you're I, smacking the panic button, eh? Oh, yeah. Just he, medic alert. Well, you start feeling like an insane person because I yeah. could hear myself sounding like an insane <laughs> person. Insane, and, and then I walked out and they couldn't even get the sound. So it was <laughs> just me. I'd just been in there. Just fucking with this poor guy at the liquor store. <laughs> when you when you go back to doing these oh, sort of productions gosh. and you scale it back because you you've you've worked you know all over the joint now mm. big big productions smaller productions but this like this is almost like full circle background at the beginning. Except is it more, your is it, skill sets a lot. Everyone's skill sets around you is a lot better. Yeah. Was yeah. it more enjoyable or was it? It's pretty fun. Like yeah. to be honest, it's pretty fun. Michael who directed it and wrote it and shot it and edited it, uh, is a good mate of mine. He's great and really talented. And he'd had a film up that didn't, that COVID again got in the way with their international casting. And so his sort of big movie fell over and then he had this in his back pocket and we just said, well, let's just do this instead. Um, so that was, you know, in lots of ways it was really fun. You got a bit more freedom. You don't saw people breathing down your neck. Uh, and although it's a, I mean, it's a $25,000 budget, so it's pretty small. That's amazing, eh? Someone sold their car to get the movie off the ground. Yeah, exactly, 100%. But the, the, actual. The actual. But the thing. Toyota Corolla. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. After running someone over. So, yeah, that Toyota Corolla actually was supposed to bring me here today, and, and it didn't work. The battery was dead when I got in. Um, but in saying that, like, it's a small budget. 
but it's not really a $25,000 movie because you're just calling every favour you've got. So it's a mm. million-dollar movie yeah. that we made for $25,000. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. the fun of it. It's actually a... Like the production values are really high. Good it's amazing. Camera. It looks. It's a yeah, beautifully shot. Because what did you shoot it on? You shoot it on a little he's red or something. A, he's got a little Sony. I don't know exactly yeah. what the number. I, sh- I should probably know those specs. I don't know. But yeah, he, he's, <laughs> other he's, side of the glass, yeah. mate. Doesn't matter. Right? Yeah, exactly. Bring you me do my, you. Bring me my coffee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know, it's been shot on a decent little camera, and we had good sound, and you know, it's had good finishing money, great music, and yeah, it's cool. It looks, yeah, yeah, like Jay said, it just looks so good. So fun and very different as well. Mm. Uh, and so what's the plan for the rollout after the premiere on Sunday? Uh, then it travels the country with the festival. So it'll be down in Wellington. We've got another couple of screenings up in Auckland and then we've got some in Wellington. Uh, and then it'll do, I guess, Tauranga and a few other places around the uh, around the country. And then it's going to have a small theatrical release. Mm. And then we just hope that you know, Netflix has run out of stuff to put on. <laughs> by, by, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> by that point, there's nothing left to put on the streamers, and we can just really jack up the price and get like, you know, twenty five thousand and one dollars for yeah. it. <laughs> is there? Is I mean, it must be because, like you said, the the passion from the people that are actually on this. It's. Like, it's no longer about money. It's kind of almost the flexing of the craft and people getting together and, you know, a thinly guised excuse to get out of the house and, and make something that you – like, if you – say, for example, they go, well, here's a million dollars. Here's the budget. Then it's a completely different film. You'd probably get something that would look the same, but it would just wouldn't feel the same. No, I totally agree with you because, you know, when you're doing things for heart, when people are putting in those hours just because they want to see a story mm. told, and it's it's – kind of philosophical story as well it's really about it's about you as a human being who you think you could be something else but in fact you've always kind of stuck with yourself <laughs> you know what i mean like this character thinks that if he did, yeah if he didn't hurt himself that he would you know he could have been something bigger and better but ultimately he's his limitation yeah and that's what the story is about it's about him you know and becoming psychic he has to like get some self-awareness and sort of grow and so it's not glib it's kind of handled in a glib way but it's but it's not a glib subject matter, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's actually quite a for, – for those reasons, I actually just really like what it's saying about the world. It was really fun to do. Uh, now, only having 13 days to shoot it, how many takes are you doing on things? Oh, man. Like three? One and yeah, done, baby. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> one and done, sometimes not. I mean, often it's just in the way they shoot as well. So, you know, the camera would move with us and we'd try and create sort of a bit of a ballet to where we were and just shoot long takes. But – yeah, I mean, often the amount of time you screw around because we don't have a big lighting rig, you know, which yeah. is the main thing. For it's like, okay, now we're going to just like you stop, you do it, your thirty second take, and then you've got everyone running and going, oh, we're just going to adjust this and adjust this and adjust this, and then you got twenty minutes till you do another one. Mm. Whereas this is kind of fun. It's like just go, okay, go again, turn around. Have you got it? How's the continuity? No one knows. It's fine. Keep going. <laughs> you know, we'll grab it in the end. <laughs> well, because we yeah, because we didn't have a continuity person, so we're just kind of going. What's my hand on my arm? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you're halfway through a sentence, cuts over to, uh, over to Florence and then cuts back to you and you're wearing a yellow T-shirt as opposed to the blue one that you were wearing in the sentence before. 100%. <laughs> and Michael, who actually the director was saying to me the other day that there's a really good take. And he's like, I really like that take, but the reason we used it is it's because the only take. And I'm like, that's like a three and a half minute scene. He's like, yeah, the technical issues, though, it's like the camera would move because we're on the back of a car. We had this great old car we we're driving around in. Yeah. Um, and the camera move, or the sound wasn't right, or the lighting was off, or someone saw a wire, and it's like, no, it's the only take. Was that the same car you had the altercation with the gang member in? 
Oh, no. See, I never would have had that altercation. That was Lissy. She had. Um, she is a magnet for chaos at work, <laughs> isn't she? Love yeah. her, but naked ass, she can get you into some trouble. Oh, yeah. We were, shooting, we were shooting this scene down this alleyway with a fake firearm, which I don't know if we had a <laughs> permit for that. It definitely didn't have an armor, armor sorry. Um, so something was going on with there. And um, yeah, shout on Meredith, who plays, who's just come out of King Lear, actually, who was playing. Um, my brother in the film had the gun pointed at me and then we kind of heard this fight happening and it was getting pretty heated. And then I just hear Lissy yelling, no violence, no violence, and sprinting out into the street in the middle of the take. We popped out and this, these two, I don't know, this woman had cut off this big gang member and he was pretty upset, but she was angrier than he was. And she was like sort of goading him to get out of the car. And oh then my gosh. We had our producer and our sort of uh, makeup woman jump in front of them and being pretty heroic I just sort of slinked off <laughs> because yeah. you know I can punch a guy yeah. in a film but I'm not going to do yeah. it in real life come on yeah they're not going to hit Lissy yeah. with seven kids hanging yeah. off her are they exactly. <laughs> yeah. oh looking like, a, like an opossum what, what was the outcome oh they Who, moved on this is pretty she, she's pretty um, Lissy just said to the gang member get back in the car yeah get back in the car and he kind of I don't actually think he wanted any part of it, it was the other <laughs> one she, he just seemed like he kind of had to get out and he was a big unit but he seemed like he was being goaded into getting out of the car and eventually got in and left. So, no, we were all right. Yeah, it was okay in the end. <laughs> Amazing. It, it's, it's so inspiring to, like, to hear the passion and, and, and see the fun in it and, and see how much you enjoyed it and working with your friends. Like it, but we even, and even doing this, mm. like you almost fall into a pattern. And we have the most fun when we just go rogue and it's just nothing. And there's nothing in it and we're doing it for the sake of doing it. And that's when you, that's when you find that real sweet spot, I reckon. Yeah, I, I agree. And you, get some, you know, and you get some fun lines and all. And it was a really good group of people. Like we've got Michelle Ang in there who's been nominated for an Emmy for her acting in the States. Uh, Johnny Bruff, you guys know yeah. from Deacon mm-hmm. and um, uh, what we do in the shadows. I'm going to miss people in the cast now, which is going to make me feel like a real jerk. Um, but yeah, we got <laughs> like, like Lissy's crying. Yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't know that she was here. She's, she's lost. Hey, Liz, how are you going? Um, <laughs> who else am I missing, Liz? That's fine. Um, <laughs> just, uh, oh, oh, Cameron Rhodes, another great New Zealand actor. Yeah, so we've got this incredible cast of people who. Have, put in loads and loads of time and energy and it, once you start playing with people who are really good at what they do it's just it's a blast you know what an absolute yeah. treat thanks so much for coming in hey, man really appreciate guys. it congrats again yeah. it looks awesome looking forward to seeing it in brilliant full. thank you so much guys really appreciate it